everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. Let's get started. <laughs> There's a blast from the past. I like that. It was more of a question. No, <laughs> it wasn't. I just thought you were a high talker. Right. Here we go. We're going to crack open. We cracked open another Hair Razor Podcast. So, in this episode, Coach Stig announces his retirement. Yep. And we're also going to grab our beer from EBC and Brookings and take a trip around the Summit League standings where the Jackrabbit men and women both went 2-0 over, over the big o- weekend over the last week. And you know what? We might get into some other stories, but I do want to get to a tailgating story from Buffalo's AFC wildcard game against the Dolphins last week <laughs> because the, the Bills know how to tailgate. Right. The Bills lost today, though. They did. In the snow. In... <laughs> To preface this, you have gone tailgating in Buffalo. Yes, I wrote that down on my sheet. Okay, continue then. (laughs) Let me me not take any more more of your thunder. That's right. Well, that's that's why we keep you around. (laughs) But more importantly, we're still staying on football. Coach Stig announced his retirement last week. That was 26 years at the helm for South Dakota State football. 109. 199 victories. It'd be fun to get one more, right? <laughs> but, but it's hard to retire after you get right. No, I think like, he. Did, I think right? he did the smart thing. 199 victories, 12 postseason appearances, and a one national, maybe D3 game we should have won, and a national championship. <laughs> I know we sat on them. We sat on the east side for that right, one. Right, right. That was real early. Um. In, okay. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stig. I. So. Looking at Twitter, when there wasn't a surprise, there's right? probably some that, audio of you yelling about him. So, right, you have to defend. Him. I will. <laughs> after after the USD game, I like many really questioned whether or not the Stig could the get one us minute the, game. Right, right. The last to, second, yeah, Hail yeah. Mary may have texted somebody, uh, a former Jackrabbit player, and it. I know it ticked him off about. I don't like. I I was so furious that we threw a ball into the stands, allowed them to have one second left. Now I know there is probably home cooking. I get it, but in the moment, emotions people get emotional, yep. and I fired off a text of I. This is a fireable offense. I was furious. I gotta apologize. It, Stig got what he deserved, and that was a national championship. He stayed the course. He took this program from. A D2 program that was average, maybe, right? Right. He, he's the only coach I know, and back back in the day when I was in the band, people left at halftime. Right. People showed up at football games to watch the band. Yep. Very similar to like And I don't, I don't think that's wrong. I think that's pretty accurate. It's very accurate. Yeah. I think more people knew the band director's name than Jim what McKinney. They knew, Jim McKinney's yep. name than what they knew. Stig's name. And he turned that completely around. He took a team that he had to recruit in trailers in a horrible locker room. There was there was evergreen trees in the end zone. And if you want a shirt that has those, I think JFPA is still selling them. So go check out their website because they always have a bunch of cool shirts. Um and he took it and he took it all the way to the I mean national championship, right? It took longer than any of us wanted, but he 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 forced us to raise our expectations because because of him we ha- 
had the expectation that we could win a national championship. In D2, that was never an expectation. In D2, it was, well, if we win an NCC championship, that would be great. But there was never any national championship expectation. No, at that time, that was that was a basketball operation. Right, right. Coach, it was get Coach, through, Coach get Nagy the and, yep, to I've, get to basketball. Yep, yep. And there's still plenty of people that say SDSU is a basketball school. I will not say that. Anymore. I don't know about that. There's probably some. There's got to be some. They don't stand and cheer. Well, I think it's games. both for the right. For, for, and right now, they're they're yeah, both right. Yeah. I mean, football football is immensely. Uh, football now is a huge deal. Yep. Saturday football games, SDSU on the road at home, is a big deal. And Stig did that. Yep. And I think he did, and he did it the absolute right way. He got good kids in. Kids that wanted to stick around, help build the program. You know how hard that had to be when they went from D1 to, or D2 to D1? Well, I think everybody across all sports knows what that was about. Right, that right. that was not fun. Right. And he, I mean, and he took them through that and now took them to a national championship. My question is, is it seems like they kind of had this in the works maybe for a while. Well, but, but you can't tell anybody, right? But, but. but you're, you're you're right because that's not when we think about when TJ left the basketball program, we understand that Cell has a list in his in his top right drawer, top left drawer. Right. He knows right. what he's going to do because this these are big things. That's why we had Hendo right off the bat. Right. right. They absolutely know what they're going to do, and that's what you have to do when you're part of a. Well, at least a mid-major program, right? And it, but you, it even you have to have a like plan. Stig you have to have a plan, right? They all kept it under wraps, is what I'm sure. trying to say. Right. Stig, Justin oh, sure. Sell, and I think Jimmy Rogers probably had an idea he was going to be the next head coach. Although, you know, otherwise, if if they didn't think Jimmy Rogers was going to be the next head coach, then I Eck think they would have tried to keep Eck around, right. and he would have been the next head coach. But I think they liked the idea that Jimmy Rogers was an SDSU guy, was a phenomenal coordinator. Played, you know, at the school. I mean, all those things. Well, let's talk Jimmy Rogers. Right, let's Play, get right played, into Jimmy. He played 2006 to 2009, so we watched a lot of those games. Right. <laughs> right. When Jimmy was on the field, that guy was like, you saw him and went, this dude is changing, right. he's got, changing the culture. He's got a whole Adam Bach like feel from the defensive side. Right. So yep. I, I was trying to remember. So yeah, he was 2006 to 2009. Yep. There had to be another linebacker in between, like him. And TJ Lally, I would assume, and then Lally to Christian Rosabom and Rosabom to Adam Bach, right? So Jimmy Rogers started that, started the just badass linebackers he did. starting to come through SDSU. And now he's coaching and, them. And then probably, and we don't know whether he got offers or not, but he was the longest tenured. So this was his 10th season with SDSU. Right. And we can see all the other assistants that got siphoned off. Yep. As success. Yep. So I, I, I think that's really good. And he, he was sole defensive coordinator last year. And look at his stats. He led the FCS, rushing defense, 81.1 yards allowed, 18 interceptions, and then third in scoring defense, 15.8 allowed right. Right. in one year yeah. as a defensive coordinator. Um, shared it with Bergie for one year. Which yep. Bergy did a great job, and Bergy is doing a great job at Winona. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Rogers is. I mean, what he has taken that. I mean, we used to be just outscore them, right? And then Jimmy kind of takes over, and it's now we got dudes. 
and they recruited dudes who just know how to play defense and just like that's why we rolled through the playoffs right i mean we've we scored a lot of points but we just put in a bunch of games where we just com- played complete games montana state complete that was a complete a game, complete yeah. game and that's what stig said um after the championship game played an offense defense complete game uh it's exciting if you watch the video yeah. of jimmy talking and then the video that they made after with you know that the school made or whoever made uh, if you didn't try and go get season tickets immediately if you didn't have season tickets or re-up your season tickets which i don't it's not open yet but if you weren't at least looking like boy i don't know what it's going to take because the championship and then seeing that video he, like he set the bar high he set yeah. the bar high so we made a statement in 2022 but as i told the guys last night the statement is now the, the standard. Sta- they need to paint that on walls. The statement is now the standard. The other one. It. The other JFPA one. JFPA, make, that, make that a shirt. You, you somebody could. make that a yeah, shirt. Yeah, the statement JI is. JI guy, somebody go up. Shorten it up. The statement right. is the standard. Right. We we don't make sure. He also said this senior class left with one, one. championship. It's the last one to leave with one. Right. Right. This, <laughs> that's. But, okay, so then let's get into the next thing I want to talk about then. Um, congratulations, Jimmy. Thank you, Coach Stig, for everything you've done. Absolutely. Um, I'm sorry I slightly jumped off the bandwagon, but I got back on the bandwagon. <laughs> and uh, you're a good human, great person, and I highly doubt you ever listen to this podcast. But thank you for all that you uh, did for SDSU and look forward you to You are look a forward straight to, up Hallmark commercial right, right. there. Look, look forward to, to you maybe coming to, you, to our tailgate. <laughs> Hopefully Jimmy ducks you, into our tailgate every every pre, pre- Coach game. Stig came by every Every plan. single game. When it was cold, <laughs> he showed up. He's like, you guys are here all the time. And, right. And we were. Every single game. Yep. Um, no other head coach so, is going to do that. Right. With that, talking about that's the last senior class. And I think we talked about it some last time. But it's interesting because NDSU is hemorrhaging players. But they are. They're bleeding Gra- out. <laughs> right. Graduating seniors. Um Dude's going in the transfer portal. Sam Herter did a great job uh, on the two deeps. He went to the two deep roster of quite a few schools. Um, he did it originally for NDSU. I think they lose. Oh, here it is. So, red. So they lose one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys on offense in their two deep. It's a lot because there's, I mean, that's over half, or not quite half, I mean. And they lose one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys on defense on the two deep. Some graduated, we get that, but there's still plenty that that just are leaving. And it's and it's athletes. I mean, they have always have a good offensive line. You know they will. But Cody Mock is a phenomenal football player. Probably will get drafted. Nash Jensen gone. So their whole left side is gone. They also lose a backup right guard. Noah Grindorf, who didn't play this year, he's gone. Phoenix Broles, he was gone. DJ Hart, Hunter Lipke, who's going to the NFL, maybe. Um, Kobe Johnson just left. Dom Ganilla. They now they're still gonna be good, but boy have they been ravaged. And what did we lose? Tucker Craft, Caleb Sanders, and three assistants. Van, not Van Marl. You got to replace. Back. You got to replace three assistants on the, on on the coaching staff again, which Jimmy Rogers is going to have to get after. Right, Reese Winkleman. Um, 
Three assistants on the right because we lost the defense line coach. He's going to Northwestern with NDSU's defensive coordinator. Yep. But NDSU has to replace the defense coordinator. We lost We're, Josh Davis to USD. Right. Good hire by Josh Davis. When we had that opening, I, I thought Josh Davis might be our offensive coordinator. But, you know, we hired Zach Lujan, which is great. Yep. I, it also, I think, was great that we hired Josh Davis to, I think, to help maybe mentor Zach a little bit. That, that one's going to hurt because I, I would assume him and, him and Zach bounced a lot of things off each other. Um, uh, but good for him. He's a good guy. Our, but Jesse Bobbitt will be fine. I mean, Jesse Bobbitt's going to do a great job at, as the new defense coordinator. Who else did we lose? Josh Davis, uh, defense line coach. And run, running backs coach. Running backs coach. Uh, the, the thing is. They're a dime a dozen. <laughs> hey, bring back Zach Center. See what he's doing. <laughs> You know what? That he is a very. Is good it possible coach. we, we have coach. the youngest head coaching staff? Who? That is a good point. I don't. I don't have the stats on that. We, thirty-four or thirty-five-year-old as our head coach. Yep. Luhan's what? Uh, he might be twenty-eight. Looks yep. like he's fifteen. Um, and Jesse Bobbitt. Jesse Bobbitt played what five years ago? I think. I don't think Jesse Still. Bobbitt's thirty. For whatever magazine has uh, the best coaching staff under forty, I think we got it. Right. Oh, easy, easy. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be exciting. That, yeah. We got a lot of, I mean, if the expectation, Jimmy is right. The expectation this year is to win a national championship. So I'm going to get you out of football on this. What do you think the future of the FCS is? Because still, you can kind of tell, I mean, North Dakota State's going to do, we're bored. We understand that. We, but SSU clearly won that football game down in Frisco, but those clowns are just... Uh, the future. We don't care. We're gonna go. I'm glad we. I'm glad we got this one. The FCS isn't going away next year. No. Nope. In five years, I don't think there's an FCS. Well, that's... in five years, there there is going to be yeah. a different division that's lower than the Power Fives, but it won't be called FCS. It'll like we're like I think some of those G5 schools and the top end FCS schools are gonna join up, and then your bottom half FC third FCS schools. And your top D2 schools are probably going to go together. So you're, all you're doing is shuffling a bunch of teams from, you know, your JMUs. We're going to start playing your JMUs, App States, all those schools again. Because that's that's probably what should happen. But the issue is is, is money. Well, pay every, a lot, yeah. Pay football, a lot of every, money, Everything right? comes down to money in football. Right. But NDSU, I did see the Fargo Dome is going over, you know, doing a renovation. So that'll be interesting to see so what that renovation. Up, well, that's the thing. Like, how do you renovate and try and add more seats to that dump? Like, you literally have to just put a stick I would start of dynamite. over. Right. Maybe in a different town. Yes. They... <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Well, it's on the north. If they could put it on the south side of Fargo, then I would still probably no, not that, go. But then you would it's go. a little bit closer. Yeah. So that renovation will be interesting to see what they do. They have a nice practice facility, indoor practice facility, as opposed to their bubble that they added. Um, they do. They're all good guys. Right. I think they're doing everything to try and make it to go to Division One. But the problem is, is well, they are in Division One. Well, you mean, mean FBS? Right. Yeah. FBS. But the problem is, is they don't have a big enough media market, and they it's too far to travel, and they don't have enough money. And they can't go without SDSU. And they won't go without SDSU. No. no. And I think the next time they won't, I mean, I think it'll be UND, NDSU, and USD, and SDSU. I mean, I think all four of them will go together. Ooh, I, I, 
Of all of us, I don't know how USD goes. They got to get some kids to come to their camps. Right. Like, right. somebody. Donor, donor money. Yeah. I'd take Dakota State over that. If you watch, <laughs> if you look at donors. Well, if, you, if you need cybersecurity, that's where you need to go. Well, they also play, you can play eSports at Dakota State. Right. They, they, right. Have a, they built something. Right, I got it's nothing, a big deal. It's a lot I got of money. nothing against Dakota State. They're, right. They actually work. They they knock down their stadium. They're 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 building a new they, football. They stadium. are. They're building a for lot. a school that maybe five years ago I thought, boy, it'd be great if you guys just merged with SDSU and just like because we're in a we're we're in this weird time of you know you can take classes from anywhere in the world, right? And so, what is the benefits of going to a four-year in-person school i personally think it's good you build connections networking you learn how to live on your own i mean it's all the ancillary things as opposed to sitting in your parents basement not meeting anybody sitting at your computer with headphones on eating doritos looking at tiktok well, that's also how you get good at get good at esports well it is yeah <laughs> it's like the cartman uh, off south park but people in education will say that south dakota has too many universities Right. Did you see presentation is closing down? Yeah, I did. That's that's did. sad. That's sad. I I got to know the uh, the the head basketball coach uh, at presentation. He played basketball there. Just got the job. I think within the past year, and and now he's now he's not going to have a job. He's well, a good dude. Understood. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> speaking of basketball. Speaking of basketball, let's let's go. Hey, let's get our EBC bear out because. We're, we're 17 minutes into this operation. It's time yep. to take a trip around the summit. Trip lake. around the summit. What'd you, what'd you bring us uh, this week from this, EBC? Or, this is, yes. I've been doing a bad job of tagging them in my tweets. Remind me to. Well, I didn't even send out a tweet last week. I so noticed hopefully that. people that's knew right. that's, that's what's affecting the listen, listenership. <laughs> I, I forgot to say them all. <laughs> all eight of them listened. That's right. No, so yes, I picked up uh, on Saturday. The Yabba Dabba Doo, I'm pretty sure we've had this before. Here, here's the thing. So the Yabba Dabba Doo is the sour ale with the orange sherbet push-ups. Oh, yes, the orange sherbet push-ups. Right. I'm very good, continue. Well, I'm, I'm more excited about what's on tap. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Of what is coming up. Follow them on Instagram. They use their Instagram very well. And I, I haven't quite figured out how to add us. I don't know how to link our podcast and Instagram, but I, I don't either. But I, I, continue. Sam because, probably knows how to. Because I saw it and was hoping you would bring this one, but they don't have it yet. Well, no. But it's coming. So the, the, the ones I'm excited about, Candy Sour. So Candy Sour is going to be great. That is. And then we have the Painkiller Sour. <laughs> so Candy Sour is going to have Starburst. Yes. It looked like according to their Instagram post. Because we had Skittles, right? Yep, we had a Skittle sour. And then now we will have Starburst. The one I don't know about is the Painkiller sour. So apparently it's going to have I don't know ibuprofen. They they have not. They have beer and bingo. They have not talked about the Painkiller sour. Uh, it's right here. So, so um, you might be dropping. It's right, it's right here on the website. Oh you, wow! You can I look just at look at it. They, yeah. they didn't talk about that on on Instagram. They we also have on, uh, Painkiller sour. And then we have banana bread milk stout, which uh, that sounds worth trying. And then the salted caramel amber. All these things are coming up at EBC. So when you get up to Brookings for a basketball game. Do they go away then? 
Like, like, do they have like all their regulars on tap so and then at some the, of at their the rotational the, stuff? At the stop at the top of the thing is Citronum and then Bad Bum. Okay. So one and two stay there forever. Yes. This is this you, is just you could always get those, yeah. and then after that, then it then it starts to change a little bit. Okay. To. And they're working on a seltzer, which not my my, my favorite. Right, not my thing, but but for a lot of people, it is. That's right. So so you gotta you gotta please the masses. And I what you it. do is you go to a basketball game, and that's when we buy all these things. So yeah. I'm gonna hey, start. Hey. I'm gonna, yeah, you did. I wrote yes, it down. Oh, I know. Go. Hair Razor uh, One was there. I am. Um, well, you I'm were getting, just waiting on that. Getting over my. Yeah, I am ruining all your talking points. That's all right. Uh, so I'm going to start on the women's side. They okay. were on the road. Yes. So South Dakota State, they're still number one on the league standings. They're through nine games. They're 9-0. and Close one on Thursday night. They go to Omaha. They need a big third quarter to beat the Mavericks. They beat the Mavericks 68-62-1. SDSU, I'm, people, people uh, in Brookings were the consternation was people turning around with their phones saying right. SDSU is behind, um, but they go 24. They they score outscore the Mavericks 24 to eight in the third quarter to win 68-61. That's a, a big third quarter. And it then, is, and then just hang out. 24 the points win, right? in any quarter is that's a lot. Uh, Peyton Burkhardt goes for 14. Uh, Maya and Haley Timmer go for 12 points apiece. You you got to count on them. I. I actually wasn't worried. People are turning around. Oh, they're behind. Yeah, well. They'll figure it out. They will. Right. There was a solid 500 people in <laughs> Omaha at their nice arena. Right. It's a beautiful arena. They need to do a better job filling that Gracious. Up. Not much. Brooklyn Meyer also gets eight points, six boards off the bench. And Paige, Paige Meyer, she goes for five points, but she made up. She came on strong in Denver. Yes. So in Denver, it was the opposite. So SDSU has to stave off a third quarter, third quarter comeback. So Denver comes back with a 23 to 13 third quarter, but SDSU beats them 74-64. Haley Timmer, 19 points. Paige Meyer comes off the bench with 16 points, and then Peyton Burkhardt and Mass Sellen both had 10 points Jeez. apiece. Did Drew Guyton get in some foul trouble? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Drew Guyton played 16 minutes in that game, and Paige Meyer played 25. So I, I guess I was watching the men's personal fouls. No. So we have depth. You know, that's, and, that's, and, that's, and that's the thing. Played 10 girls that actually played meaningful minutes, right? Even Madison Blaston, two for three, one for two on three-pointers. I don't have it in front of me, but I'd be willing to bet that Drew probably had at least five assists, if not more. Oh. Uh, Assist. Three. No. Well, thank you. Three assists, one steal. You know, point shitting is not what we want to do on this whole operation. What's that? (laughs) He crapped on my point. That's fine. No, your point is valid. (laughs) She is not a scorer, right? Whereas Paige Meyer. Well, I just. (laughs) All I'm trying to say is Paige Meyer is getting a lot of minutes. Well, Paige Meyer makes it. She makes things happen. If you if you watch the if you watch the USD game, Paige Meyer makes a difference in a lot of stuff. Right. Is Brooklyn getting better at free throws? She didn't shoot any free throws in Denver. At Omaha, Denver is a hard trip because it is. I'm sure you you go play at Omaha. Probably don't fly out that night. You probably fly out Friday morning. I would assume to to Denver. Um, right, Friday morning, and then you get out there, you shoot around, there, and you, you got to play the around, next day. You got to play the next day, and then and then come back, and yeah, those it's it's a long trip. 
that's probably the hardest trip they have all year. But well, it's good. And, good. And, and over the weekend, uh, actually, Oral Roberts made the biggest move. Oral Roberts wins two. Oral Roberts was in seventh place last week. Oral Roberts women, they move up to four. They go to Fargo, and they win 75-53 on Thursday night. That's a big win to the number two. Indian. It is a huge win. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That was at home. What? Pearl. Yeah, yeah, or Roberts, or Roberts women beat right, NDSU's right. women yep. at home. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Sam got that one right as far as the picks. D- we all picking women's games. Yeah, from last week. Sorry. Oh, I picked an NDSU? Yeah. Huh, that's a very... Very non-SDSU of me. Uh, no, you're very good at note-taking. That's right. And also, so Oral Roberts then, in a shootout, beats UND. Yeah, 96. At 91. home. Thank right, you. At home. At home. Well, 90, I just remember. 96-91. No, thank you. You're, no, you're absolutely right. I was looking at the wrong thing. Because Oral Roberts, well, I, th- I thought I was looking at it wrong because Oral Roberts men played in DSU right, at home. Right, so, right. NDSU. Nope, so, you're absolutely right. right. So, or so Rob- good for them. The, or Roberts played us incredibly tough at home. That's, I mean, that's not going to be an easy that, place to play when we have to go down there. Because that's a... When we go down there, you play them and then UMKC, I would assume. Yep. And, well, KC sitting at the bottom of the standings. But, right. or Roberts, that that was a team that showed SDSU, or took SDSU for everything that they right. wanted. And then they go yeah. on the road, or at home, and win at too. At home, yes, they're yeah. at home. The other UND, one, yeah. uh... Yeah, UND. Yeah, okay. so just just to make you feel better there, Phil, you did get the USD game right. They beat Omaha 70-63. to 63. And North Dakota State hey. and Kansas City, you got that one. Yay, right me. Too. North Dakota, Kansas All right. On the women's side. Right. So, NDSU's women went one and one this weekend. Yeah, and they... Well, they they're just, seven and two, though. I mean, I've granted they're two games back, and we're reaching a point where... There's well, not many games left. UND really hurt themselves. They lose two. But it, it should be interesting. So this week, USD has got to play three because they're going to play on Monday night with oh, all the reschedules and stuff. There's nine games left. So there's right, games right. So there, that's it. If you, if you, at this level, playing three in a week, that's, that's a little tough. Yeah. That's a lot of tough. So they got, they got Denver at home, and then they got to go on the road. You're talking USD. Yep. Yeah. USD has got to go on the road to Western Illinois, and then they got to go on the road to St. Thomas. Does it matter though? They're not very good. Well, they're third in the conference at five and three. Oh well, never mind. I take that back then. Well, yeah, SDSU hung one hundred eighteen <laughs> on them, but nevertheless, you... I, uh, I may or may not have told the a future commit that she can still come to SDSU. So, still, still recruiting the that girl. <laughs> well, I only picked one for Sam because you haven't said anything except for thank you for laughing at one of my jokes. Uh, on the women's side, I'm going to have you guys pick one. Okay, so now we're going in the picks for women before we get to the men's. Yep, okay. just, just All one. Right. All right, and we, and, and we understand that South, the USD has got to play three, so it's a tough week. But this is interesting. So North Dakota State sitting at 7-2. and two, That's second place in the Summit. They have to go on the road. This is their one week. They have to go on the road to play North Dakota. North Dakota's at four and five. North Dakota lost twice last week, but I'm going to have you pick this one. North Dakota State at UND on the women's side. One o'clock game in Grand Forks. On Saturday? Yes. 
You're picking first. Oh, I have oh, not I'm watched any. I know nothing. NDSU. I'm going UNDSU at home. Sam and I, I have nothing to back that up. I haven't watched either one of these t- women's teams play basketball. No, actually, I mean, the thing is going to be interesting. So, Oral Roberts has to make the trip to Denver and then Omaha. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're the one that just won, too. So right. if, the, if they can make that road trip, that's, that's going to be interesting for Oral Roberts. I don't, you know, I, without, you know, anything I say does not jinx anybody. Right. But SDSU's, SDSU should be fine. They got to go on the road to Western Illinois on Saturday. And they got to they gotta deal with St. Thomas on Thursday night. Hold on. Yes? The women play at home. On Saturday. Oh, oh, home. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Okay. okay. St. Thomas. And St. Thomas comes to town on yep. Thursday. Yep. yep. And then Western yep. Illinois. They should handle both those teams. I mean, you still, still got to go out there and play, right? That's why they roll them out there. Yep. Well, the mere scheduling is tough for me, too. Uh, I think it's tough for everybody. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, Let's go back to the old NCC days. I'll they be playing Friday, Saturday. Everything games, I just said, I'll be women's. right on the men's side. Be awesome. 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 Okay, well, US, one, USD very well could go 0-3 and, and just be done. Well, they could. Okay. Well, I, they could go 1-3. I, I actually don't think anybody's going to touch them. Or 1-3. and, three. They I, don't, could go I, one and I don't think anybody's going to be close to the SDSU women on the... No, I, I, I agree. It's, right now, it's who's, who's, everybody's playing for second, yep. hoping they can get an upset in the tournament, right? Right, you would. You'd have to just, just like ORU got upset back in the right. arena days. Right. But we were there. I, we were there. I was there. That was before the day. Sam, you're 14, right? Um, yeah. You had to think about it. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. Oh, you're not old gracious. enough to forget how old you are. Hey, you have a driver's license, though, right? Yes, I do. He has a learner's license. permit. Oh, but he drives. It's restricted. I can drive. <laughs> you can drive. Not what's, by himself. Oh well, nevertheless, I, what's the fastest you've driven? Like, you know. 70, 80. 80 um, you probably, you probably 80, did 80. 80 on the interstate on the way back from Brooklyn was, one time. Oh, 82, 82. 82, nice. 82. So maybe you need to meet this girl from Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this week. A 13-year-old girl. She's not from Nebraska. That's where she got picked up. A 13-year-old girl led state troopers on a high-speed car chase through central Nebraska on Monday night. <laughs> At times top, topping 100 miles per hour. The pursuit lasted 15 minutes. The girl from Colorado was eventually taken in protect, protective 13. custody. 13. 13. There's some parents that are getting in trouble in this, too. Oh, probably there's multiple parents. Taken into protective custody along with the vehicle's passenger, 11-year-old boy. Oh, no. What is What was happening? What were they running away from? I don't know. It doesn't say that in the story? It doesn't say that, but if this helps... Troopers found a firearm, a small amount of marijuana, and drug paraphernalia inside the yep. car. It's so, a Colorado teen excitement kit. So, so either the kids were doing the weed and ran off in a Romeo Juliet style, like although eleven and thirteen year old, Ooh. or they stole the car because they're in a horrible family situation and were just like, and that's just what happened to be in the car when they when they escaped whatever life that was probably terrible they were living in. And I don't encourage this, but they had to go through a lot of work to get this girl pulled over. <laughs> so they had right. sto- they had stop sticks. It slowed the car, but eventually it had to do the pit maneuver and just you know come up, and hit the bumper, and oh, spin yeah. her out. Yeah, they had oh, wow. 
So the 13-year-old can drive. She's obviously been... She's, she's, yep, she's probably been driving a getaway car for her parents and their drug operation. There's more to that story, right? When you find that much drugs, like, that's... Well, I didn't say how much. It just said, well, firearms right. seems firearms a little, and drug paraphernalia. little concerned. <laughs> uh, 13 and 11, was it, was it a sibling? It was a sibling. It doesn't say that. Oh. It doesn't say any right. of that. 13 and 11-year-old, they're just trying to get out of a crap situation. No. Well, they, they went from crap into Nebraska, so it didn't actually Right. Work. But at least, at least it brought something to light where they were running away from whatever was going on in their lives. Oh, Brock Purdy is not playing great. Well, Anyways. anyway, so Sam, not yet to 100 miles an hour. Right. Yeah, don't, do a, don't do 100 or drugs. That wasn't hey, a challenge. Hey, don't do drugs. Or firearms. Uh, We've yeah. said this several times in the podcast. If anybody gets anything out of that, don't do drugs. Got it. Okay. All right, that's your public service announcement. <laughs> that's right. I feel like it's one of those after-school specials. All right. Or don't let your 11, 13, and 11-year-old... I don't know. Run away from home? Good for them, though, because like I said, I'm sure they were in a shit situation. Well, Colorado to Nebraska. That's, that's not hard to do. Right. Oops. Hey. Let's just have nice weather in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, let's move to the men's league. Basketball. Back to men's basketball. Yeah, hey, right. hey, Eric. I know. Just going to remind you, I went to a game. It's right here. We came in there hot. Sam got out of basketball practice. The roads were a little bit dicey. On the way, they, they, on the were, way up, they were super even, dicey going home. Even worse on the way home. Yeah. Uh, but we got there, sprinted inside the gym, missed maybe the first, I don't know, 40, 50 seconds, yeah. and then got yelled at immediately <laughs> to sit back. Like we hadn't, I hadn't just, uh, just like lean back. Like still trying to catch well, my breath. That's what happens when you sit at. on the floor. I'm going to ask you about that, but from, okay. the, from the top of the league as we take our trip around, hey, what do we think of the Yabba Dabba Doo? Oh, I love the Yabba Dabba Doo. It's great. Right. I, I figured you'd be good it's with a, It's a very, very good beer. Um, I'm drinking out of the Hard Rock Cafe, but you're drinking out of one Klein Hang and Chopping. The best hang and chopping business in Minnehaha County. All Moody. Of, all of the world. All of all, Southeast all, South Dakota. All of the hang and chopping world. Yep. Uh, Oral Roberts. <clears throat> excuse me. Preseason favorite Oral Roberts. They still go. They're 8-0. They go 2-0 against the North Dakota schools. North rough, rough weekend for the Bison. Ooh, North Dakota State had won five in a row going into the game Thursday night, and Golden Eagles come in there and take that one, ninety-two sixty-nine. So, thumped them. Max Eastmas. That was that, that was, was a, a game picked correctly by both down. Sam and Phil. Right, because I will never pick NDSU basketball. Um, did, I, I did women. Yeah, see the error of my ways. You got hey, that if wrong. you're gonna talk, you need to sit closer to the microphone. Okay. I'm gonna give you a dad moment here. Got it. Okay. Well, at least he wasn't going 100. Right. True. Valid. <laughs> what the 11 year old? Right. Uh, or you? Then then they go to then they go up to Grand Forks. They win that one 84 72. Or you is a little step above the rest of the summer league. Right. For now. For right now, right? It doesn't like. Again, all all that matters is that we end yeah. up. We gotta play them yet. Maybe we get a W. Well, kind we of, played, we played them once before Christmas. That did not work out so. Hard. No, but I was on the road. We we're still I trying know. to figure out who You're we right. were. Yep. Right. But uh, yeah, they're. I mean, they're 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 in a good place. I'll put it Don't that way. They are. Um, that was a big win for them on the road against NDSU. Everybody was talking about that Nelson guy. 
And he, well, are we going to the NDSU's next loss? Because I just kind of want to talk about it. Yeah, Wait, go ahead. They lost too. They lost. They the did. UMK, UMKC. Who picked that? Dad. Did I? Yeah. Did I pick UMKC? You did. Yeah. Did uh, Sam? Elijah one son. Didn't watch. I caught no, the Sam, Sam, picked, Sam picked North Dakota State. Yes. I caught the tail end of that game. The Nelson kid, had it. he had a decent shot, but he just needed to go at the hoop. It was like some fadeaway. Is that his name, Nelson? Yes. I think so. Second half. Here we go. Um, he's a good basketball player. Started, you know, all you ever started to see is, oh, Grant Nelson, he's the next great NBA player. Yeah, but you couldn't beat him, UMKC at home, so maybe you need to get better. Don't, don't take that as well. So is UMKC good? They just don't know what they are. That like what is going on with them? That's kind of my point. KC, uh, <clears throat> we we can't quite figure out because when you think about this, let's, they lost. Continue. Well. No, so... They lost to UND by 17, Eric. No, I understand. On Thursday. I understand. And ND, and UND had not won a game. Right. That was UND's first win. But then look yes. what they did on the I, second In the night. conference. In the conference. On, well, right, right. On a road trip, normally you have the bad game on the, fir- on the second night. Right. On the second night, they come back and beat NDSU. Right. Like, Which, did, do we think they were just looking forward to playing NDSU and didn't care? Or are they just this odd enigma of, like, on some nights they're going to be really good and on some nights they're they, just going to They be lose bad. to a winless UND 77-60 on Thursday night. And and normally you, you expect the letdown on the... And then they pick up the win against NDSU and NDSU goes 0-2. I don't know what to right. think about. Rough weekend for NDSU. I would, not wanna, I would not want to play K, uh, UMKC. Well, we're going to have to at the end of the year. Yes, it's that's rescheduled. The second to last game. <laughs> that's isn't right. It? Well, they, oh, had, no, they we got no. You got to play them. Twi- you got to play them twice because they got rescheduled. Right. We play them right. fairly quickly, don't we? Well, not this uh, week. But... Yes, the thirtieth, January thirtieth, yeah. on a Monday. Yeah, that's, like like all these others. That's going to be a rough stretch for for us too. Then because we play. Hold on, let me pull that up. Because I would assume we'll play Thursday, Friday, Thursday, They're going to have to play three. Just like, just like this week, Western yeah. Illinois is going to have to play three. And all three road games. Yeah. If you make it through that 3-0, and oh, I, I really like where we come out. But, okay. You, we haven't even talked you, about our game yet. Yep. Well, well you skipped to the other thing. But right. SDSU <laughs> cruised to an 84-61 win over the Mavericks. And what I wrote on my sheet of paper was <laughs> Hair Razor 1 showed up. <laughs> So how is the game from the floor seats? It, uh, other than you got to lean back. Um, it, it is. Uh, it's good to see you there. Right. I think we've shared plenty of text messages. Probably waved when we showed up. Um, it's a different experience, right? Because you're on the floor, and I mean they're right in front of you. I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, you got to admit it. But your vantage, your guys' vantage point where you said are phenomenal seats as well. So oh, my I, seats I mean, are right way better than the floor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely are. I okay. You can, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> you can sit up above, watch the coaches. Right. Where, where your guys is? I mean, you can listen to Hendo talking to those kids. So yeah, you have very very good seats. I. I but the floor, the floor adds a different. Uh, 
perspective, on well, it, I guess. At least I could see you over there. There was one dude talking trash to one on of the... the there was a lot of drama on the floor. A lot of, a lot of, drama. Lot of drama. The one lady sitting next to us, she, she's constantly... Yells at us, yells, yells at the refs, refs, yells at a lot of people. Yells at the players, the yeah. other dude sitting down from us. Uh, he was getting into it Trash with one player. Like I just sit down there and just 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 enjoy the game, right? I thought the refs did a phenomenal job. I mean that, that they didn't do anything that I thought was on Thursday. Egregious. No, yeah. no one. A lot of people wanted travels on the floor. Yeah, everybody. I don't think I don't think the regular human being knows what a real travel is. They all said travel every time. Every time somebody got a basketball and put <laughs> it down to dribble, there was a travel. <laughs> well, you also understand there's a component that's also entertainment, and a travel is a game interrupter. Right. <laughs> if you want to sit there that much longer. Right. Did it really matter? You got to think about did it matter or not. But. Right. How much did that matter? And most of it did not. But Zeke Mayo on Thursday night, he gets a 30 points. So 31. <laughs> so speaking of drama, and this wasn't drama, but yeah, his 31 points. I think he was at like 25. At, yeah, 25. And the dude next to us, <laughs> sitting down from us, started clapping his hands at Zeke. He's like, take over the game. And I was like... <laughs> He already did. I think he already did, dude. But if I was Zeke Mayo, I'd be like the guys in uh, whatever that cop movie is where they're like, pull over. And like, oh, we're already pulled I can't over. Pull over, can't pull over anymore. We're already pulled. Like Zeke is like, I, I, what? What do you mean take over? I have 25 points. I'm dropping threes on these guys all over the place. And then he made two more. Right. What do you want me to do? He's a big SDSU fan. He's a good guy. I think he gives a lot of money to SDSU. I just got a chuckle out of it because it was like, dude, really? Like, what? What? <laughs> take take over. I already took over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super Troopers. That's the movie. It was. The yeah. only reason I brought that up because I just saw that like scene, I don't know, on Twitter That's or right. something. It's, it's funny. <laughs> the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> Almost uh, made it. Oh. So Arians, Arians goes for sixteen. A quiet which, sixteen, right? I don't well, actually, a lot of what Arians does is quiet. But he did all make. The time. He, he has made three threes. Boy, yeah, he did. Yep. He has such a goofy he, shot. He was four or five from three. Right, oh, four. right. Four three pointers. Yeah. Right. It's but it's an effective shot. Like he, I mean, he is a good shooter, good free throw shooter. Right. It's just the way, like his mechanics of shooting. I don't know if I. Hendo likes the left-handers. He does like a left-hander. He's bringing in another Bubs. left-hander here. Nick. Bubs. Nope. Yep. Bubs, Bubs is Alvarez. From nope. Houston. Uh, Detlinger. Detlinger goes for um, two steals. Not not so much points. He, he got he got eight he got eight, eight right? points and three blocks. Yeah. And uh, Kyle goes for twelve points. What I, what I enjoyed it seemed like there's some dudes um, on the, the fiddler. Is the you need to look to see if the fiddler is from Omaha? The fiddler seemed to be chatting it up with William Kyle, and he's from Omaha, right? Isn't he from Omaha? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So like, and the ref, you know, got in there one time, and the the fiddler's like, "Dude, we're like buddies, you know." And you could, but William, you Kyle, could see that, right? If William the, Kyle, if the official doesn't in, know, it's like, right? "Hey, you guys cool?" And you're right. like, we're yeah, friends. we're yeah, we're cool. Yeah, that is that is cool, Stu. That uh, that that one did not have the drama that Saturday did. No, you were no. not there Saturday. Hey, I, Sam. <laughs> hey, thank you. Well, if Sam, you're gonna point out how right, how you were right. there, I just I just needed to point that out because last week I felt like I 
was maybe thrown under the bus for not going to a basketball uh, game. You got you got one. Right. Good job. I'll get to. Hey, I'm go. I, as of right now, the plan is to go to the NDSU game. That's another another big game. You'll get your chance about uh, me. Sam had a basketball game at 11:30. Doesn't get over until one. Mm, what time to get over? No, 11:30 was over at like 12:30. I mean, game wasn't that close. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Not helping. Uh, so Saturday was the pork classic. Did you buy a hog? You sort of did, but uh, I'm not sure it's quite the same. So because of construction and everything, we didn't lay out the blue tarp, didn't bring the hog out there. Where was the hog? Was it just on a video with a picture? Yes. Oh, well, that's that's no exactly that what happened. How we did. Hey, did you buy a lamb wool? Thing? I did that was a few nights ago, wasn't it? I did not buy that either. What would the, the hog go for? The hog, so JR Feeds got a hog. Here, here's me not writing anything down. JR Feeds, I'm pretty sure, got the hog for 7500 for And First National Bank got the next hog for the second auction for seven. Who from the bank was was at the game? Who do you think was at I the bank? I think maybe Grant? No. Brian? Yep. Ah, yes, he did have the tickets. He me. did, and I would. It'd be fun if they could keep that bidding paddle that they. Oh, get. we have. We do. We do keep those. Oh, you we, keep. Oh, we have like. Oh, you have that. Oh, the rattle paddle. Things? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. there's like seven of them in the basement of the bank. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, we have a. Well, then we I was have right. A bunch of blue and yellow rattle oh. paddles downstairs. We need to do a better job of handing them out to. Go. Well, he was number five, and he. Right. He got took the win. Got so, the W. So Jim Wooster has like. A thousand of those in his basement too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yes, JR feeds and then uh, First National Bank of South uh, of Sioux Falls. Yeah, got the hogs. Thank you, F and B. Yep. <laughs> they uh, yeah, no, no, no hog out there though. We did not do the uh, put the blue tarp down. And is that good for you? Brock Purdy's good for me. Um, yeah, that's disappointing that the hog is not out there. Did they have a video of a hog? They did. Yeah, okay. they showed it. Okay. They said uh, it, was nobody really it was construction. I don't... So how does construction, and never mind, it doesn't matter. They didn't bring the hog out. So there was a lot of drama in that game. Jackrabbits do win 76-61. That was a tight contest. That first half was close. And Ooh, in fact, until was... the second half. So there was 14 lead changes and seven ties until we got to the second half. Right. Uh, Zeke Mayo, really. Like, that dude, six three-pointers in the first half? Like, he just went off. He took over the game, and that's the thing. They never created any separation in the first half, even though Zeke Mayo did. He was was nowhere near the three-point line. That was NBA threes. Constantly. Yep. Right. I wonder if he got told to take over that game, too. And Matt Matt Mims. Matt Mims. Mimsy. Mimsy's my boy. Yep. That guy's just awesome. And then William Kyle just absolutely... Dominated with blocks. Oh, he like just he, all over the place. He he is a a you know people compare him to Doug Wilson, but William Kyle is a better rim protector, than, right? Than Doug right. Wilson. Right. That is a skill on offense. You can you can tell he's extremely raw yet, but on defense, but he, he can posterize some people. Right. His, fairly, his dunking ability. Fairly is sir. Incredible. Last week he teabagged a guy. Right. Right. <laughs> right up there. We're not going to explain what that means. Um, for those that don't know, but on but he had a big dunk against Omaha too that yeah. was right in front of us. I mean that was that was like, cool. I don't know what did, what did you say? Was his head above the rim? Because he just oh he, he just jumps so high he can fly. Um, 
You know who else is just continues every single game to impress me? That at the beginning of the year, Matt Morris. Matt Morris. Yeah. Just every single game Same. just keeps getting better, keeps getting better. You know, at the beginning of the year, I was like, "Oh, is well, this, they made the like, difference. What is going they on? made the but change, now, put him out there to start, and absolutely right. You know, and it was kind of out of necessity, right? Because Apple probably is going to yep. play this year, and nope. uh, well, he's not. Chuck, Chuck is hurt, and um, so you kind of like, well, Matt, we're going to need you to step up. But he absolutely has. He has completely and totally stepped up, and is is playing phenomenal basketball and playing a lot of minutes. Good. I mean, well, I went seven deep off the bench this past week. And even Tesla only played four, so I'm glad these guys are all in good shape because they play a lot of minutes. And it got a little dicey, so Denver's trailing by six. Mayo gets rolled up on a loose ball, and things things start to hit the fan. (laughs) Hendo gets teed up. The crowd is losing their mind. Hendo got teed up. Hendo absolutely got teed no. up after that. I think I had to leave to pick you up from basketball. But, yeah, that was Which is interesting beca- because at Pizza Ranch, he did get a question. So at the Sioux Empire Staters uh, on uh, Tuesday. Nobody asked him any questions? They did ask him a question. Oh. They, they, they asked him a lot of questions. But one of the questions was, you're the most nicest guy in all the Summit League. Do you ever want to get a technical foul? So he, and I look at these things a little bit differently, but yeah. I understand what they, And sure enough, he acquiesced Saturday, them. Saturday, Saturday, that was, if you're ever going to watch for some coach that wants to get a technical foul, that was it. <laughs> Clink had him moved away from the official, and he went back after the official. And, yeah, that was that was pretty automatic when you do that. Right. Good friend. He did. Sometimes you need to get that technical. I, he right? did. Did you, If you listen to the post-game press conference, and I was like, he's not going to admit to that, but he's like, you know what? I'm fired up. My The fans are fired up. The players are fired up. They saw they saw Zico down. Nobody knows what the what the extent of the injury was. Based on everything we know now, he, he did come back to the he bench. He came back, right? He came back. I, I watched the Denver coach ask if he was okay based on where I was standing. Right, after the game. And Zeke said okay. And listening to uh, Hendo's post-game conference, he said there's still some tests to go. He's sore, but he should be all right, yeah. which it was scary. When he walked off that court, it had the whole feel of crap. Right, like right. like an ACL type idea, <sighs> but it was a it was a complete loose ball foul. It was nothing dirty about it. I don't know why everybody got but freaked out quite so much. Depending but. depending on where the foul situations are at, if you don't feel like the refs are kind of got things going. I mean, we saw Kim Mulkey got the tee when we were playing Baylor that one year yeah, when we were starting to roll. She's him. the worst person ever. Right. I mean, she's a terrible human being, and Hendo is not that type of person. But sometimes you just need to get that get that no. technical to get everybody there, fired up, right? Nothing wrong. I, I, that's what I said. If if anybody ever wanted one, he got it. Everybody acquiesced. He got he got what he wanted. Yep. I watched a few SDSU fans get a little freaked out, but there was nothing dirty about that play. That was a basketball play, right? But Mayo two big wins though. Mayo still goes. He goes for twenty five, and he had and to leave he, the game. What did he have at halftime though? He had to have. Like 20, because he had six three-pointers in the first half, didn't he? Yeah, and he ended up with seven. Right. He was 50% from three. Right. And not just Ooh. from three, from NBA three. Right. Just in, like, step back. Mims also goes for 14. Kyle the third, and that's what, and that was part of what got everybody upset. Uh, uh, Mayo has to leave the game, and then Mim, <laughs> uh, Kyle's got to shoot the free throws. 
Oh, which, because he came in for Well, form. that's right. I, you know, that's... Was <laughs> Mayo so hurt that we couldn't have him at least stand at the No, he, he was hurt. And, uh, but William Kyle hits both free throws. Just like a big old, I've never seen. I've Nobody never, would expect it. You know, and then he does it. Maybe there's been that amount of motion, but sitting where I was from, from Hendo and that whole bench, I've, I haven't seen that much emotion for the <laughs> last five minutes of that game. Oh my! It's exciting. It was, and that's the thing. So it's still a logjam. The next tier in the standings. So NDSU were a game and a half up on. NDSU. They were. They're now third. They sit right. at five and four. They dropped two at home. Which is what? Which is why I got it wrong. Talking about the women's side, but right. <laughs> NDSU men were at home. They lose to ORU, and then they drop the seventy-five, seventy-three to Kansas City, which we kind of already alluded to. That's two big losses at home. You're not. Yeah, you win- can't lose. You're at not home. right. You're not winning conferences. You're not winning championships when you lose right. two at home. Right. You got you. I said it last week. I said it the week before. I'll say it next week. You've got to win your home games. Yep. Win your home games, go 500 on the road or better, and see how things shake out for the Summit League. That's just what it is. It's a little bit of a logjam, but after this week, it's possible that it's going to separate itself. I don't see ORU losing anything this week. No. ORU, ORU's away. They're at Grand Forks, but eh, they're not going to lose to UND. No, no. They didn't play, they didn't play UND. Hold on. They didn't play UND when they were up there playing NDSU? Them and UNKC? I'm looking right at it. Laura Roberts. Oh, they lost it. Yeah. You right. beat UND by yep, like 20 did. something, didn't they? Yep. See? Got those travel partners down. Yep. Laura Roberts is at home against Denver and then okay. at home against Omaha. Okay. Yeah, they. And then they have USD. They've got. Well, they do got to play NDSU again at home. That's weird. But how they th- have that this set up weekend, we... Omaha and Denver, no, they're right. not going to. No, that's going to be. We have a, a fun little weekend coming up, right? Yep. You're going to be there? Uh, in St. Thomas? No. Uh, <laughs> well, the women will play St. Thomas at home. Right. But we already talked about women. We've <laughs> moved on. Oh, right. Yeah. SDSU on the road at St. Thomas, and then SDSU moves to Kansas City. With that one's interesting. No, Sam has a basketball game on Thursday night, oh. so I will not be there. No, well, you're not going to be Kansas City. And we have gymnastics on Saturday, so. Here's the one I was going to have you pick. Uh, SDSU at St. Thomas, or USD at St. Thomas. USD at St. Thomas That's on, on Saturday. Saturday, yep. I'm going, I'm going the Tommies. Got a lot of momentum up there. Just got $75 million. So, do, do you want to make gonna a pick, and Sam, then I want to talk gonna, about this? Right. <laughs> Apparently, this podcast is so boring it live that Sam is falling asleep. I'm not falling asleep. Just woke up. USD at St. Thomas on Saturday. Uh, if it Thomas. if it helps, oh, so if it helps, USD the night before has to play at Colorado State. Oh, I know uh, I got that right. Why would they do that? That's odd. It's a non-conference. St. Thomas is going was that to that destroy USD, especially coming from Colorado State. Yeah, at least destroy. see that helps. That's that's it's critical context. St. Thomas is going to kill the Coyotes. All right, they are lose Sam so has the badly. Sam has the Tommies. Let's pick the rest and then let's talk about St. Thomas. I don't have that many more because oh, you don't have actually there's not that many not, not that many intriguing you, games. Well, do you want to have UND at North Dakota State? Yeah, NDSU is is reeling after last weekend. They should win that one. Right? Yep, I would think so. Okay. 
other other than other There's than that, I mean, look, well, let's think about this. Once I start looking at stuff, right? Uh, on Monday night, you have North Dakota UND at Western Illinois. Western Illinois has got to play three. Gracious, that's tough on them. Right. Uh, yeah. Because Denver's at Oral Roberts. We're not picking that. No, that's gonna be USD well. at Colorado State. I don't think they're gonna win that. I know nothing about Colorado State. Fun college town, though. Yes. They have a shot. SDSU could schedule Colorado State every year in football. That'd be great. Well, Sam took St. Thomas. Okay, St. Thomas. Let's talk about... Yeah, I got St. Thomas. Okay. Yeah, St. Thomas. They're not going to be... We're not going to talk about them long. No. Because they're leaving. Okay, so so you think they're leaving. They got $75 million of $175 million. Where does that tweet come from? Um... I think that's speculation. So $175 million new basketball arena, hockey arena. They obviously want to play D1 hockey, similar to Augustana. That does me no good. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Got, got a little DraftKings thing going on here. Christian McCaffrey running the football into the end zone does me zero good. That really and sucks. I, apparently it helps Eric. But yeah, I he's too far behind. Um, but back to the Tommies. $75 million. That's a lot of money. I don't have $75 million to give. I don't have $75 million at all. That guy is really rich. Gives a lot of money to the Tommies. But that, to me, and I think to a lot of people, makes it look like St. Thomas has plans of saying, staying in the Summit League for about less than five years. Yeah, to 2025. Right. Well, has, has it been announced that they're leaving? Yeah, well, I mean, not announced. If, if you look at Patrick Royce... Right. And he's a, he's a, he's he's a, he's he, speculating he like the rest of us. But he knows. Thinking they're going to go to the Big East once they in get basketball. That, once, right. And if you look at the Big East, and I don't know all my Big East schools because that changes. Oh, the Big East but, is right, not but, necessarily the Big East anymore because Wichita but the, State and Creighton are in it. Yeah, but the, the Big East, other, I don't know about Wichita, Wichita State, but the Big East is mostly a Catholic uh, yes, yes, conference, yes. which fits. Yes, that does fit what St. Thomas is. Absolutely. Is and I don't, I don't know where Wichita State, but Wichita State probably doesn't fit into that, but nevertheless. Right, and they're not all. I mean, Creighton I mean, does. They're not all. Mostly. Um, not all Big A schools are Catholic schools, but a lot of them well, are. You're my, right. My point is that's why it fits, and that's is why. Butler? It's a private school. Big East, Big East Conference. Xavier? Yep. Marquette? Yeah. Providence? No idea. Yes, they're yeah. the Friars. They're the Friars, right? <laughs> just... Creighton. Yes. Seton Hall. Yep. Connecticut. No That's idea. a big no. That, that sounds like a state. Villanova state. would be. That is. St. John's. Yep. <laughs> DePaul. I think so. Aren't they the devils or the demons? They're the demon deacons. Demon deacons. Okay. Well, they're deacons. Butler. I think so. Maybe. And then Georgetown. Yeah, that's... So Georgetown counts for two, right? And it's a, it's only I mean it's a non-football conference, right? So it fits right in the wheelhouse of what right. St. John's would like to do or St. Thomas okay. would like to do. Easy, big market, right? Big East can it's get that not, whole it's Minneapolis. Not, it's not mocking anything. It's just how it is. It's the same thing with the GPAC and the NAI. This right. is this is why the GPAC would never let Dakota State in there. 
I'm right, not saying they're all it, Christian schools. Right. I'm not saying right. anything's right or wrong. Oh, no, I never said the, that at the, all. I right, never said no, that at I all. just want to make it clear on the right. podcast. I'm not. Right. We're just. It's a fact. Right. They're all Catholic schools. Not well, theoretically, but on the GPAC, the on the GPAC right. side, which is why geographically Dakota State would fit in the GPAC. Is Creighton no they, longer ranked? They maybe, are not right. Maybe team. Baylor should have stayed at SDSU. Yeah. Um, Baylor. I, good for St. Thomas. Well, we we got to we gotta talk NIL some time at the time. But we'll right, say we'll that talk NIL some other time. But yeah, St. Thomas, they got a lot of money. They've got a they've they they're in a market that is very desirable for oh yeah for somebody wanting them. They don't. So then the other question I saw get brought up, and Thumper had a good point. Is somebody said, oh, the Valley should jump all over them. And bring them in there. And Thumper's point was, and it's very extremely valid and very true, is they cannot add scholarship football because that would be millions upon millions of dollars that they would have to add. Because if they add scholarship football, then they have to add that many scholarships for women's sports. And that's a boatload of money. So they're going to be a Pioneer League team continuing. I think they're happy football. with the part. Right, I think so too. They, I mean, they, they'll make the playoffs probably next year or the year after. Um, yeah. That, this this is a move by them too. And I don't know, I've never... I, oh, I have been on their campus. Didn't we walk? The, well, last Twins game, we well, happened to stumble they, across well, their, their campus, right? Their main campus right? is in St. Paul, but they do have a camp... They do have something over Partial in Minneapolis. Partial campus in, yeah. in Minneapolis. The real thing is, if you're the Summit League, you got to be... you got to be a step ahead of this. Right. Well, and this is going to be... you got to know who you're going to want to add. Right. And this is going to go back down to everybody's going to say, well, when when is SDSU and NDSU going to leave yeah. the summit? Guys, we're not. I'm sorry. I, I know the conference isn't great at basketball as far as when it comes to strength of schedule. But you know what? It'd be great if that's we were not, a lot better. That's not always their of, fault either. Right. It'd be a lot better. Great if almost, Oral Roberts is probably saying the same thing. Well, it would have been nice if SDSU and NDSU would have won a few more out-of-conference games to give us a better strength of schedule so that way when we go to the NCAA tournament, if they do get through the, you know, the Missouri Valley or the Summit League tournament right that they get a better seed year in year out one of us is going to be probably extremely good and then the rest are going to be okay it'd be nice if everybody raised the level of play like we have in the missouri valley football conference but we don't it's just it, it is what it is well it's tougher to do too Right now, if Baylor if Baylor was there this year, right, I yeah. I think we probably do win four more games out of conference because well, you, and you still... there's the difference. You don't want to get in the NIL, but Ace Smith is in ORU because he's getting six figures. Right, right, and, and we, we know have... that it's, very, it's right, and we didn't have anybody to give, and that's the issue. Like with an SDSU, and it's not. I mean, it's just it it's it is what it, it is, right? Yep. Because if you have somebody who can pay an athlete six figures, if you had somebody that could give Baylor Shireman a hundred thousand dollars a year, well, the university is going to be like, can you just give that to us so we can pay for all a lot more scholarships? You know, and give it to the Jackrabbit Club. And that's the thing. A lot of these people are, and a lot of these businesses and a lot of these places are giving the money to the Jackrabbit Club and to the different athletics as opposed to giving it directly to players. Well, and maybe next week we can talk collective, but the collective is where all that money goes. And right. Just SDSU doesn't have the big collective as ORU. Right. And I think most of the Summit League doesn't. Most. I, yeah. 
Neither, I mean, neither does the Valley. That's why, theoretically, and I don't think it's necessarily true, that all those NDSU guys are leaving. They're leaving to go try and play Power P5 football. Sure they are. Right? Yep. And, and none of them are from North Dakota or really the Midwest. So I, I get where they're coming from. Maybe they're just tired of the winters. Somebody, they can go play. Right? But that's yeah. the thing. If you're from Florida, it reaches a point where you're like, I'm just sick of this crap. I'm, I'm tired of snow. I'm tired of winter. I'm tired of... I'm tired of answer whatever my position coach like it starts piling up my girlfriend broke up with me i'm out right like i mean there's all sorts of factors that go on it somebody can offer him fifty thousand dollars okay let's rock and roll i don't know climbing offered the one dude the spiegel guy i think he's going down to k-state if k-state calls and says we want you to come down here and it's the same type of program that you're leaving from and probably got recruited by him initially and I don't know. It's pretty hard to turn down. We got lucky with Tucker Craft, and he told people, yeah. no. Tucker Craft's from Timberlake, South Dakota. Yep. Right? And so that's the difference. We, all these guys are coming back because they're, I think Zach Borg made that point on Twitter. Like, yeah, a lot of these guys could probably leave. The Yankee Boys, Mace McCormick, uh, Greenfield. But you know where they're all from? South Dakota and Northwest Iowa. I mean, they're in their backyards. And they, they just, they, they understand what it is to be a Midwest loyal person. You know where it's tough to find to go home is if you're at a Buffalo Bills tailgate. Right. So we're, we're going to get you out of here on this. Last week, so the Buffalo Bills lost today because they're... Right. I, I don't know what happened. Maybe, well, Joe Burrow's just good. He's the king maybe, of the North. Maybe, ironically, the Buffalo cannot play at home in the snow. Right. Because <laughs> right. it wasn't... It was snowing, right? It was. It was snowing a lot. So last week, Buffalo Bills fan... Attending the AFC wildcard game against the Dolphins, winds, winds up in the bed of a wrong truck. Oh. <laughs> so he finds his way home with a bunch of complete strangers. He finds his way to their home. Right. So you can watch this on TikTok, but this is not surprising because, as you brought up earlier, I've been to yeah, several Buffalo Bulls. Oh wild. my! They take they take tailgating to a a different level. This is the type of place. We will see somebody walking around with a mannequin, putting a shot inside said mannequin, and then somebody's got to take the shot out of, we'll call it the, um, the male member of said. Right. And then right behind them are Boy Scouts selling candy. Right. <laughs> Popcorn. And the dad just like, hey. Well, well we're assuming you're thirsty now. We're, we're right after the mannequin. Just like insane. So in this TikTok video, it's pretty good. You can all Google it and figure it out, but... Some, the driver goes, is someone in my truck? And then <laughs> somewhere under like the... he was in the box? Under the tunnel cover. Under the tunnel, co- under cover. The tunnel right. cover. Yeah. Jeez. Did he not go in the game? No, they don't. If you ever watch that, there is a many a Bills fan of the Bills Mafia who just show up to tailgate. They so, do not go to the game. So he, the dude was tailgating. It had to be cold, right? Ah, okay. He's well, it wouldn't be any different than being in the game. Right. Except so he thought he was in his dad's truck sleeping. It was box. not. So he he got a little intoxicated. Need to, need he was to over-served. Take a nap, right? Yep. So he went and took a nap in the wrong box of a pickup. And, and then the truck left. <laughs> so, so this this group of people or this dude by himself shows up back at home and like... Is someone in my truck? Hello? Hello? So what's... Do, so there's do, a follow. Do I need to get you an Uber? There's a follow-up TikTok video. So he thought he was entering his dad's truck. He's wrong. He stays with the family. Oh, wow! Well, they're all they're, they're similar people, right. right? 
And he watched the end of the Vikings-Giants game, which seems like even more punishment. <laughs> right, right, as a Vikings fan. And that is his, absolutely correct. And then his parents come pick him up. <laughs> but that is classic Buffalo-type thing, though, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Like, not only do you not know who this guy is, it's like, well, I guess your parents are coming to pick you up. You want to come inside, have a few beers, watch the Vikings? Eat some food, use your bathroom, warm up a little bit. Yep. Like, now we're best friends, right? Like, it's a very, very uh, Wisconsin. Well, I was going to ask you. I mean, at least we've never. What is, what is the we've Wisconsin never... comedian? Oh, Charlie Barron. Charlie Barron. That, that, that is something that, he, like, a Charlie Barron's type thing, right? We've never put anybody into the trailer, right? You never no, showed I've up. never showed never up showed back, up. open the door. I mean, I know you had end. some coolers and some right. things that don't block. Right. Never a person, right? No, I've never <laughs> taken somebody back in the trailer or accidentally locked somebody in the trailer. Nope, nope. Well, we that do, would be wild. We do clean up really fast, so. Right. So, so there's a good chance somebody, somebody <laughs> could get swept up in I the may, not, may not have opened the door too quickly on Jen when she was peeing one time in the trailer. But, well, there, there, there's you know, a car, close though. quick. No, no, no. We have, I moved. Uh, I moved the toilet closer to the door. Oh, I see. Right. Perfect. I didn't know about that. Right. <laughs> see, nobody saw. Felt a little bad though. Well, I feel like we haven't tailgated hard enough if we haven't taken. You haven't, you haven't had somebody show up in your trailer. <laughs> no, in the trailer, no. I could see somebody ending up in the box of a pickup though, right? If they're like looking for a blue F one fifty that has a jackrabbit decal on the license plate that's but you're right it would be it would be cold it wouldn't be any colder than Ah, being at the game but when you're right when you're you're sleeping i don't know right you don't know you're cold you just you know get hypothermia good for them the bills mafia yes they They literally go out to walmart buy tables just so they can break them oh if you just google that you can i accidentally tried to cut in front well i thought a stall was open in the bathroom oh I was wrong, and <laughs> I was. Let you know they did with extreme prejudice. Right. <laughs> and I had a Bills hat on. Just I, I'm even one of you, kind of, sort of, right. at least for now. Right. But hey, it was a lot of mob is fickle, a lot of Western New York. Hey, itself. buddy, what's your problem? <laughs> it's like, oh, jeez, straight up Sopranos. <laughs> it's about over. <laughs> did you Did you just throw your hands up? Oh, in I walked way back. Like, well, I am not going to urinate. I didn't anymore. have to go as bad. No, I didn't have to at that point. Because <laughs> you went in your pants. That's right. <laughs> and on okay, that note, on that note, Sam, go big, go blue, go Jacks.